do I know what I desire? I have observed that the selection of food is often influenced by the mood of the person ordering. I'm in a dreadful mood. Get me something appropriate. When Counselor Troy is unhappy, she usually eats something chocolate. Chocolate. Mm. A chocolate sundae, for example. Although I do not speak from personal experience, I have seen it have a profound psychological impact. I'll have ten chocolate sundaes. Ten? I've never seen anyone eat ten chocolate sundaes. I'm in a really bad mood. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast Dessert Menu, a supplement podcast to our main show, the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm your host, Miles P. McLaughlin. Uh, next week, Scott Herzog and myself will be recording our regular show and listener feedback show next week. Uh, as most of you know, I'm recording this segment by myself, so Scott can assist his wife, Kristen, on the week so we don't record together and uh, assist her in her work on uh, the Haitian Connection, uh, a nonprofit organization helping Haitians help themselves through education. It's a really fine work, and I encourage you to check it out at Haitian Connect uh, uh, Work. Org, and maybe consider supporting them. Um, however, in the next couple weeks, uh, Scott and I will uh, be back uh, recording together on a weekly basis, uh, something that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, these were fun, but um, no, just something about uh, doing, doing the show once a week uh, together. That's just special. So I'm really looking forward to that. We're also very close to reaching our 100th episode for a regular show. In light of that, we have a contest I want to remind you of that we talked about in our last show. Uh, regular show, I should say. It's a giveaway. We're giving away three things. Uh, the uh, third prize is a Mercury, Mercury Man poster. Our second uh, prize is a signed uh, uh, Benita Friedesi print that we had gotten at uh, Farpoint this last February. And from our friends from thinkgeek.com, uh, they were kind enough to give us a $100 gift card. Uh, and uh, that is our first prize. Uh, so um, if you have uh, ever looked at ThinkGeek's uh, website, they got a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, it's a really nice prize. So what do you have to do, you ask? Well, you have to send your favorite sci-fi diner moment, either through audio or email, and uh, we'll select uh, the top three winners. This gives you about uh, two weeks to respond. So you can call in, in w- with your audio to one 508 4343 or email it as an MP3 to sci-fi diner podcast at We've already been receiving a, a couple of submissions, so please uh, send us yours soon. So I hope you, our dear listener, is doing well and not in need of uh, 10 hot fudge Sundays like our friend Q because uh, you're having a bad day like him. Instead, you're feasting on the sweetness that sci-fi uh, science fiction uh, provides us, and it's a lot less calories than 10 hot fudge Sundays. It's hard to believe in two short months it'll be time for the Shore Leave Convention, and if you looked at their site uh, recently, you know that their guest uh, list has been updated. This year, we're getting a real live uh, astronaut who's been in space, uh, Mr. John uh, Grunsfeld, who is currently serving as the Deputy Director for uh, Space Telescope Science Institute. Uh, he will be at Shore Leave. Uh, he's flown about four missions on a space shuttles, and I'm sure he's going to have some interesting stories to tell. Look forward to meeting him. So, let's get going on uh, sci-fi news. 
But before I do that, the last time I recorded a dessert menu, I had asked for some feedback about some of the stories I had uh, shared, and I got some great feedback from you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, that just helps, uh, just makes for a better show. A lot of you have uh, maybe some insights uh, uh, that uh, that maybe I don't have, and Scott, uh, you know, just you have something to contribute, and it, it definitely contributes to the show. So uh, thank you. Keep it coming. Um, so let's go to the news. It's mostly news and TV this week. Uh, so Stargate and Smallville sign off forever and more. I have my own opinions about this, but uh, this article was, was uh, in uh, Blaster. It's a big week for Stargate and Smallville fans at Stargate Universe and uh, CW's uh, Superman uh, prequel and that the runs. Uh, after 14 years of uh, Stargate and 10 years of Smallville, television is not going to be the same without them. This week, we'll be getting uh, season finales for The Vampire Diaries and Nikita. Also, uh, Chuck and Sarah have a rescue mission to take care of before the wedding on Chuck. Sophia plans, uh, puts her plan for wiping out the humans into action on the event. Will and Henry's uh, double date gets complicated in the sanctuary. Howard tells his mother he's getting married on the Big Bang Theory. Damon finds that dying isn't easy on The Vampire Diaries. Alex goes rogue on Nikita. Morgan's castle gets attacked on Camelot. The Doctor believes there may be another Time Lord alive, but in trouble in Doctor Who. Robert Estes stars in a Hallmark movie called The Edge of the Garden. Uh, the Cleveland Show heads to Comic-Con, and the King uh, issues uh, orders uh, Ned, Ned struggles with uh, on Game of Thrones. Here's what we had to look forward to this week on Sci-Fi, Fantasy, Paranormal, and Spy TV, and non-Sci-Fi shows that have Sci-Fi content on guest stars. So what do you think? Stargate Universe and uh, Smallville coming to a close this week. Uh, I haven't caught the latest Stargate yet. I have to see it with my wife. That's a show her and I watch together. Um, But I'm sad to see Stargate Universe go. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not familiar with the original Stargate and... um, Stargate One. I haven't seen Atlantis, but I think I, this summer I'm going to take a take a, take that on. Hopefully, it's I can find on Netflix, it'll stream, or maybe I can just rent the DVDs or something. But yeah, I'm really sad to see Stargate Universe go. Um, sad to see Smallville go. I know there are times where the small, Smallville wasn't wasn't so good. Um, just got the into these um, these tedious uh, teenage dramas. And um, sorry, I mean I, you could watch that on 90210. But for the most part, I think Smallville for the last couple of years, I thought was doing pretty good. Um, but at least it's ending on a high note. So are you sad to see Stargate Universe and Smallville go? Let me know what you think. I, I know I am. But I th- hopefully there'll be some new shows coming out this year that will uh, fill the void. Scott will be sad to hear this, and, and probably some of you will be also. Fox cancels Human Target uh, and goes with J.J. Abrams' Alcatraz instead. While Fox won't officially announce its fall schedule until next week, it looks like the network has already made most of its decisions regarding what's being picked up and what's being canceled. Uh, this this really interests me. J.J. Abrams' Alcatraz will join Steven Spielberg's Terra Nova and the returning Fringe on the schedule for the 2011-2012 television season, while Bubbles, while Bubbles' show Human Target has been canceled. Alcatraz follows a team of FBI agents who try to unravel the mystery involving a group of uh, Alcatraz prisoners and guards who vanished 30 years earlier to try to reappear in the present day. I mean, they don't try. They do reappear in the present day. The Warner Brothers drama stars uh, lost uh, Jorge Garcia, uh, Jason Butler, uh, Butler Harner, uh, Johnny Coyne, uh, 
Parminder Nagra, or Robert Forrester, Sam Neill, Santiago Cabrera, and Sarah Jones. Alcatraz comes from uh, co-creators Brian uh, Winbrandt, Stephen Lillen, and Elizabeth Sarnoff, with J.J. Abrams on board to executive produce. Fox has also picked up uh, the Bones spinoff, The Finder, and the comedies uh, The New Girl and I Hate My Teenage Daughter, according to the uh, FultonCritic.com. Fox previously announced the pickups for uh, Terra Nova, Alan Gregory, and Napoleon Dynamite. Wait, there's going to be a Napoleon Dynamite TV show? That's the first I heard about this, along with the return of Fringe for a fourth season. As for a low-rated human target, the series was canceled along with uh, Lie to Me, uh, Breaking In, The Chicago Code, and Traffic Light. And other ratings or rumblings, uh, TVbythenumbers.com uh, is reported that uh, over at NBC, a very accurate and source of information has leaked that the network will pick up uh, Wonder Woman. However, there's no confirmation that yet. Uh, how do you feel about uh, losing ha- Human Target but gaining a very lost-esque sounding Alcatraz? Now, I never watched Human Target. There were just too many other things wa- on TV at the time, uh, so I just really couldn't invest the time in it. Scott, I know, really enjoyed it. I'm sure there's probably some of you out there that liked it. Uh, now, this Alcatraz show, it sounds like it's kind of been done before. I ever heard the 4,400, except that it's only 30 people instead of 4,400 people. However, it still sounds interesting as a time travel thing. I'm there, at least for the first episode or two. Now, this is uh, this is some news that I'm really interested in. You all know that Scott and I are huge Fringe fans. Well, here's an article on Fringe. Uh, how Fringe may change now that the Seth now that Seth Gable is our series regular. If you're anything like us, you're suffering big-time Fringe withdrawal after last Friday's season finale. But we just heard some major casting news that took some of the edge off as we look ahead for next season. Our favorite alt-universe agent, uh, Lincoln Lee, Seth, played by Seth Gable, has been promoted. Uh, Gable has been bumped to series regular, which means there will be uh, even alternate drama. Like Olivia, Walter and Astrid, and, and everyone else on the show, there are two versions of Lee. There's one that is a member of the Fringe Division over there, and then there's the FBI bookworm we saw back in March. We're pretty sure Alt Lee is the same is the version we'll see most of next season. And this is this part is a spoiler, so uh, spoiler alert. As you may remember from the finale, Peter created a bridge between the two worlds, which brought uh, Olivia, Folivia, Walter, Walternet face to face. I thought that was a really cool stare down. We were left with the impression they were going to work together to create a balance between the universes. Since Lee is the head of the Fringe Division, and over there, Broyles is the head over here. Here. It only makes sense that, that he get in on the action. Where are the writers going with this? How will Broyles and Lee interact? He's his dead alternate's uh, replacement. Awkward. And what about the lingering feelings that Lee has for uh, Folivia that were briefly touched on when she returned to the other side? With Peter out of place, more forgotten, who knows, those two could finally get together. Now, this is what I think. Um, I think we'll see... Um, Peter uh, Bishop back. And I've heard, I think we're talking on the Facebook fan page, he is going to be back. It's just... We just don't know where he is right now. Last but not least, with Lee on full-time, that does that mean that uh, uh, Charlie Francis, played by Kirk uh, Acevedo, isn't too far behind? There are so many directions that go in the next season. The possibilities are endless. Are you excited about uh, Gable's full-time status? What do you think could happen next? Personally, uh, I liked his character, both the alternate version and um, the, uh, I guess, the regular universe version. Yeah, I definitely thought he added something to the show, so I'm glad about that. I'm just glad we're getting a fourth season. I'm really hoping we, we, we'll keep on going and get us a fifth season. So what did you think of the, uh, the season finale? Uh, I liked it a lot. I know some thought it was it was just okay. No, with with the Walter with the Walters and the Olivias uh, giving each other a stare down, um, that was just really cool. Um, so let us know what you think. We'll be right back.